Hola, como estas? Welcome back, everyone, <laughs> to the Ghost Station Podcast. Number one podcast. In the world. In the world, with your favorite hosts, Kishvar and Arya. Hello. I felt like Dora when I said that intro. Hola, como estas? Oh, hola. Okay. I used to watch that with my sister. She's significantly younger than me. <laughs> Not because we used to just sit at home and watch Dora. <laughs> um, and it was really funny. Kind of awkward, but funny how Dora would teach you Spanish, but then leave that space for you to answer. Mm, yeah, a lot of shows have that weird space for you to answer. But you know what? That's the best way to learn, where it's like you actually repeat something or you talk back and stuff like that. So makes sense if you actually do talk makes back. Makes sense, but do kids actually do it? Like talk to the TV? I don't know. I don't know either. Anyways. Or is there just a thing where even the kids are like, what? what is going on for this? I'm too old for this. I have no idea. <laughs> I feel like they probably maybe think it to themselves and have like a little quiet in head conversation, maybe. So. Anyway, um, today we are going to be talking about. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. How to find your passions and how to pursue them. Right, Kishwar? Correct. Take it away. All right, starting with question number one. Hey, Arya. Oh my God. How do you define a passion? Okay, this is actually really simple to define because I know very well what a passion is. Tell okay. Me. A passion is an interest that you cultivated into a hobby that you then cultivated into a passion, right? Right. And what it is, is it's something that originally interested you and you you chose to make it a passion. I like I'm I'm a believer that passions are not things that you necessarily always find. Sometimes you pick your passions because you you just have to pick to invest the time into a certain interest, into a certain hobby for it to become like a passion. But once it does, it's like a thing that you're very good at that you are really interested in that you love doing. Yeah. And it sustains you. Fulfills you pretty much. That's how I would define it. That's a great definition. How would you define it? Um, pretty similarly. I think I see it as just like, um, I don't know if action is the right word, but an action that is driven by um, positive emotions such as excitement or joy, um, fulfillment or curiosity, things like that, mm-hmm. that um, bring you the feeling of of just that fulfillment that you were talking about that is usually not as common as we'd like <laughs> to believe like yeah the other day one of my friends asked me how many people do you genuinely know who are really um passionate and happy about the work they do every day like their job their job and not people who are self-employed funny enough but people who do jobs right so yeah, just i think like, people who are self-employed are kind of in a special bucket yeah usually you so that will bring us to something else where like usually those people are doing things that are passion related yeah. usually not always but just generally speaking. i mean even if they're not necessarily doing something that's directly passionate for them Mm -hmm. they're usually like entrepreneurial people so just the act of being self-employed for them is a passion correct so that's why they're like a special case they're probably already loving life yeah based on the way they want to love life 
Love life. Love it. Love live it. it and love it. Yeah. So I guess it starts with step one, which you mentioned, right? It's yes. curiosity. Yes. Try try new things, you know. Anything you think will interest you, just try it. Yeah. So That's I think how a I, lot of us yeah. like go through the thought process of like, oh, I want to do this and I want to do that and blah, blah, blah. Like as a kid, for example, go back to when you were a child. This is like an act, action you can take, right? Go back to when you were a kid and think of all the things. And maybe if you want to write it out, like we always tell you to do, um, write it out like a list of things you always like. We're like, I want to do this mm-hmm. or I want to do that. Um, whether it was like, I don't know, soccer classes, dance classes, or maybe you wanted to do art. Or you wanted to do, I don't know, just fun fun activities. And usually when you do them, you're not thinking of them like as a job. Most of the time when you start these things, they're genuinely just interesting activities. Right. That we like are like, that's cool. Um, just watching someone else do that sparks mm-hmm. something in me that like, I want to do that. Right? Yeah. Um, and then sometimes you do it and you're like, wow, that actually sucked. <laughs> But I remember yeah. as a kid, like, it was really funny because my, as, pa- as parents, um, sometimes you're lucky and sometimes uh, you're not. But if your parents, like, put you for classes and stuff, mm-hmm. there's, I think, a mix. There's some parents who are completely liberal and be like, what do you want, Johnny? And you're like, oh, I want to do this. And like, okay, here you go. My parents were a mix. They're like, what do you want? And I did, like, some things that I wanted, like swimming. Yeah. But I did some things that I really hated, like piano. Yeah. I had a identical experience. Where they gave me a little freedom to pick, yeah. you know, like they forced the piano on me. And once I made it clear that that's not something I was interested in, they were like, okay, well, what instrument are you interested in? <laughs> Instead of asking me, like, do you want to keep playing music? So yeah. then I spent another two years in guitar classes, you know, again, like at least it was a more interesting instrument to me. But again, like, what am I Which doing? Which is funny because when you were older, you actually liked playing the guitar a little bit. Yeah, but it's still not something that I would, like, it's not something I care to get even better at. Like, it's just not an interest enough. Right, but that's the whole point. You write, like, a list of things you're curious about and you cared about, especially when you were a child, because I think those are actually a lot of dormant interests that we have. Yeah. Like, I used to always want to go for dance classes, like, real dance classes, ballet classes, Mm -hmm. and my mom was convinced that I would quit it. Yeah. Before I even started it. She's like, I'm not investing that money and you're quitting something again. And then she actually listened to me when I gave her advice for my sister. And my sister loved it. And she did dance classes, funny enough. So it's just, I think, an interesting growth process. But when you write down a list of things, you can you can then modify it and see like, oh, you know, it's interesting that when I write this as like things I liked as a child, I mm-hmm. no longer really care about this, right? Or this isn't really so much uh, something I care about. Or you might be surprised and be like, I totally forgot about this. And it does sound cool. And I'd like to find like a class or a way to get into this. right? Mm-hmm. And usually, that's how we start. We start with classes. So I think once you have like a list of things that interest you, and whether it is from your past or present, um, and you can compile that, you kind of feel a level of excitement. Like you were talking about your guitar, right? Mm-hmm. I think those range. So, like, sometimes you have just, like, a little bit of interest. You're like, that's cool. Like, yeah. I'd like to try it once in my lifetime, but. Yeah, it doesn't have to mean that everything you try has to click for you. Sometimes you try and you're like, okay, well, I'm glad I had that experience. But, you know, this is not really for me. Yeah, so. And sometimes it might click right away. Like, for me, 
I think one of my biggest passions is programming. Yeah. And you sure about that one? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I, I took a computer science class because it was the only class available in that period in high school that mm-hmm. was open for me. And I was interested in computers. So I was like, okay, yeah, let me take a try. Let me take a chance. Mm-hmm. And you did it. Yeah, no. And then I just fell in love with it instantly. So, yeah, for you, it showed up as like um, a school course, right? Yeah. You know? Well, that's that was the way that I, that was the opportunity I had to explore that interest. And yeah, it clicked right away. I pretty immediately knew that this was something that I wanted to spend way more time with. Like, you know, basically choosing to make it a passion. Yeah. And I think the other part to this is if you were to pay attention to your everyday today, mm-hmm. um, what are you drawn to? So... If you were, like, when you were a kid, you've always told me you used to really enjoy, like, tinkering with things. Now I get to tinker with things every day. Yeah, and you had family, and you you kind of enjoyed the problem-solving aspect of it, and, like, all of the creativity that came with that. I also loved video games, and I was always raised with the, (laughs) you can never make money from video games. What are you going to do, sit in your, you know, room and play video games all day? What are you doing? You're... Never gonna make money. You're wasting your life. Blah, 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 blah. Side note. Look sport. at me now. <laughs> Who's laughing now? Your volume bar just shot up. So That's hot. okay. I can fix that. That's really funny. But yeah, no, it's true. Um, and that's the whole thing is like when you're passionate about something. I think the other thing is it doesn't matter what people think at that point because when you really mm. care, mm. it Wait. just. I don't know if this is clear. I don't know if we've mentioned this before, but I'm a game developer. Just got to put it out just to give some context. Yeah, if you're new here or anything like that. Yeah, just in case that (laughs) that didn't make sense. But totally, I think um, it's super interesting because, like, for me as a kid, I just loved, I, and this is something that came up to me later, and I didn't even realize it, but, like, I used to love plants and, like, playing with flowers. I remember going in, like, um, in the parks and like actually weirdly enough I used to play with the ants on the ground and like let them crawl on my fingers and stuff I was never scared of those I was scared Mm -hmm. of other bugs but (laughs) not the ants not the ants um or like butterflies or things like that I was terrified of flies for some reason but that's another story um (laughs) well some ants can be pretty docile so yeah but you know like I just uh, like snails or things like that I really enjoyed like playing with them and like flowers finding pretty ones plucking them and like you know storing them putting them around me yeah my friends used to kill snails yeah that's horrible that's quite the opposite of what i did <laughs> but it's funny because i totally forgot about all of that literally and as i grew older um my grandparents like i grew up around them and my grandfather loves gardening and i just never think i could ever like it i felt like uh he does that it's it was his babies mm-hmm. i never got the opportunity as i was older and i was just like plants blah gonna kill all of them and never it's so crazy to imagine you not (laughs) yeah and I didn't care about it and I just like I didn't even consider them to be a part of my life that was nothing until I started working um at a place where I had to take care of the plants in the place right Mm -hmm. and I learned that there was like a dorm inside of me so it's funny because I don't think sometimes curiosity isn't something that will just show up for you yeah but you sometimes you choose it and sometimes it it shows up for you, right? Yeah, sometimes, like, the certain thing that clicks, like, it just happens that you end up trying it. Yeah, like, and it that's just shows cool. Up. Yeah. But I think the main thing is you have to be open to trying it. 
if you're like, no, that's not for me because I don't believe in it and blah, 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 then um, obviously if you have strong beliefs, that's fine. But just be aware that that may stop you from finding something new that might become a passion yeah, of yours. Yeah. So Especially, you know what? I think this goes doubly for people who may feel lost in life or feel like they don't currently already have a passion. Yeah. Like, and I, I think they close themselves off more when you feel yeah. that way. And the reason why I bring it up is because, you know, obviously... I can look at my own experience and look at like my own friends and there are certain friends that I really want to help them find their passion. Yeah. But maybe it, it might seem like sometimes they're a little too closed off to that. Yeah. And, and I, I always do that with my friends too. And I think um, a lot of the time, the other misconception about passions is that they shouldn't be your job. And I, I think that's like mixed beliefs and values and that's totally fine. But yeah. I think, if that was something you actually wanted, I think it's 100% possible mm -hmm. um, for a lot of things. And if you think about the level of innovation that we have in the world today and like the ease at which you can access so yeah. many resources. I mean, can I give a hot take for a second? Yeah. I think the people that say that, I mean, there's some truth to it. But for the most part, I think that statement might be fueled by um, fear that they don't, they're not going to be able to make money from it. Right. So they just want to close that possibility instead of dealing with the potentiality yeah, of failure. Because there's there's certain ups and downs that come with it. I mean, it just depends on your perspective. And you can listen to that, like, whole episode yeah. we had, too. Like, you don't have to make every passion into, like, a, a you know, something that makes you money. But yeah. ideally, the thing that does make you money, your main Feels source of you. income. Yeah, like, whatever your main source of income is, ideally, it is a passion, right? That's yeah. That's what you'd want. Right? And here's the reason we're talking about this is because you spend how much of your life working? I know you spend so many hours working. Like, can you imagine what it feels like to wake up and be excited to go to work? Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Are you speaking from experience? Yeah, I'm speaking from experience now. Like, it's it's the best. Yeah, and it doesn't it feel makes like a work. difference. Yeah, You're I mean, like... some days I don't really feel like working just in general. You know, obviously... <laughs> You know, I can't change that, that, that part of me that, you know, some days you just wake up and you're not really in, in, you know, in, in the, the mood. vibe. That's fine. Yeah. But for the most part, you know, I love everything about my job and I'm happy to spend the hour. It doesn't feel like work. Yeah. And I think you have a totally different like mindset and energy scale when you're doing things you're passionate about. So I think. Once you figure out what you're curious about, the idea is to always like test them, go out and find ways to do it. And a lot of people will come up with excuses like, oh, I don't have money to do that. Oh, I don't have time to do that. Oh, uh, this isn't like available to me. And I'm going to like kind of give you the opposite opinion of like the internet is at your fingertips. Literally everything is on YouTube. You can Google things. You don't have yeah. to pay for classes for everything. And if you want to, there's like really cheap course classes if it's something like that. Or there's definitely like so many resources that are not expensive at all. Um, definitely yeah, affordable. It's, wor it's worth the investment. But yeah, like just you don't have to pay though. Like you if, don't you, have if to. you want to, it's worth the investment. But you don't have to. Exactly. Like you could you could get knowledge on almost any topic in the world on it on YouTube. Yeah. And all it takes is like actioning them. 
So then it would be a matter of either you find a community of people. You like photography? Go find a community of photographers and you can take pictures with That's them. That's another really good point. Like reach out to people who actually do that thing yeah. and get their opinion. Talk to them. I know, for example, one of my friends recently reached out to me and wanted some, like wanted my opinion about how to get into programming. And I really like applauded him for that. Yeah. For doing that because I could, you know, condense my eight year learnings into a one year, like, sort of like, you know, course for him. Yeah. And like for me, for example, while I've been going through my own um, journey and for anyone who's like new here, like I've been trying to launch or I have actually launched my own kind of design photography thing. And there's so many times where it's like, I can't believe the day and night feeling I have like waking up for a day to work on that stuff versus a day of working on like the other job I have. Your day job. My day job. Um, And then the things I do, like there are so many free courses out there that have like connected me to so much information that's valuable and like helped me grow, even though I have like a background, like a degree, all these different things. And then like friends around me. Um, and just like even people, you know, and like Arya mm-hmm. said, like, you know, friends, you know, who and could... you're getting so good at being like an entrepreneur, like just to give you like a shout out the other day, you were on a call with somebody not going to say anything. And, you know, at the end of your call, it was clear that this person is like a potential customer for you, potential target customer. Well, yeah. And you gave them a pitch, which is not something, you know, you'd normally do before. I think that no, way you stepped out of your comfort zone for that. And it went really well for you. Yeah. And I mean, th- those are things that like we'll discuss in another episode with like terror barriers and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, when you're passionate about something and you actually care about it, there's a reason for you to do it and a reason for you to share it, I think. And that why drives you really far in life and gives you that like, even when you fail kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, when kids fall down, it's like they're not just going to lie there on the ground and never try and walk again. Yeah. It's the same concept because you're so determined to like walk like the adults in your life. Same thing. You want to make that impact or you want to grow and be that person who you've always dreamed of being and that fuels it. And I think for you to get to that point is a process and a journey that you have to go on. But it starts with you being aware of like where you're even open to starting and what you can do to start it. And then taking the time to actually... Be honest with yourself, I think. And kind of it goes in two hands where you're like, you have secret desires a lot of the time, I think. So you may not tell other people, which is totally fine. But maybe your secret desire is that you really want to be doing your own thing um, specific to this. Or you maybe want to jump ship from one industry to another in terms of work. Or, you know, even even like just a side thing, like I just like. Like you want to do your free time and use it doing Mm -hmm. this one other thing and you're currently doing it, doing something else. And that may be a sacrifice in a way for you because you're uncomfortable with sharing this idea with someone else. Right. Yeah. Because you might be judged. And that's the main thing. You know, can I, you know, can I say something to that? No, we're not my co-host. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think for people who think that maybe their passions are maybe a little silly or like it's not realistic or even possible that they can make money from from that thing, right? I just want to like say something. Don't you think the world would be a better place if every like everybody's 
everybody who was doing their job was doing it because they loved that job. Oh, 100%. So when you go to buy an ice cream, you know, you walk into Dairy Queen or whatever, that lady giving you the ice cream or the guy giving you the ice cream, they're so happy. They're loving life. Their their passion is delivering ice cream to people, okay? Or yeah. Or, you know, you go to the doctor, you go to, you know, the, the bus driver, whatever, who, who, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. If everybody just did what they loved, the world would be such a better place. And you can help make the world a better place by following your passions and being happy. And here's the thing, though. It's really interesting that you said that because a lot of people, I think, um, glorify, like, the way passions work. So, like, you're talking about, you know, being an entrepreneur, doing things like that. No, you don't have to be an entrepreneur. You don't have to be an entrepreneur. No, no, no. I know, but I think that's the discussion we've been having right now. And I think there's more to that where, like Arya said, a bus driver, right? Maybe your passion isn't like driving the bus, but your passion is going, seeing places, talking to new people, giving people that service. And that makes you feel good. Like you're helping people in that way. And that's what drives you. It may not be the actual um, kind of the, the visible act sure. of something, but there's something deeper there. So is your, is your main, like, do you want to be a travel agent? Because you love showing people how much the world has to you know, show. Mm -hmm. Do you like to be a programmer because you really love the way technology works and it just blows your mind and like drives you to do new things? Do you like being an artist because you capture the way the world looks around you and you want to share that vision with the people around you? And those are the things I think that can be expanded into so many different like, like branches, mm -hmm. right? So then you can, you can take that driving core piece and take it out to the world and be like, it it's it's so abundant and like your opportunities are limitless and i honestly believe that when you care about something which is what passion stems from i think that's like half of passion it's like your caring feature right and you you actually care about it and are invested in it and that makes your life just so much more fulfilled mm -hmm. and generally i think a lot of people are, are waking up to this kind of like feeling and that's what like the great resignation has been about. Um, and I wanted to add like a side note earlier when you were talking about like how the world would be a better place. Mm -hmm. um, if you ever like want to look at new things, Earl Nightingale is on Spotify. Oh, or, like, he's great. On like, um, I'm sure you could find YouTube videos too. And he has like a ton of content that's really like great around this stuff too. You know, finding your passion. He's got a bit of a weird voice in my opinion. I, I, personally know you, like I know it. you like his voice. It's very deep. It's very, very deep. deep. Yeah. And it's old. I'm going to give that disclaimer. Like, it's not current, but the message behind it is pretty current, and he has a lot of great messaging in there. So if anyone's ever interested, um, that's a great resource for you to look into, and you can just search his name up, yeah. Old Nightingale. Yeah. So, Plus one on that, for sure. Yeah. It's good stuff. Um, But point being is when you're on this process of, like, what, how you find your passion... Once you take that action, I think you should evaluate it, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, how much do you really care about this? Did you do it because you wanted it and now you're tired of it? Or is it like something you you just never get tired of? And I think that's the difference between like a hobby and a passion. Yeah. Because a hobby is something that like kind of like you'll do it for a little bit and then you'll be like, I'm bored of this. But a passion is something that really fuels a fire inside of you yeah. and consistently shows up in your life. It may not be like, every day for some people but i think it shows up in different forms like for me i love plants it's not my job and i don't know if it will be in the future but for now it's not my job 
And I will just tell you, like, I just love talking about them, growing them, collecting them, sharing them <laughs> with friends. And that just, like, I love that. And I'm a crazy plant lady. But that's fine. I'm okay with it. Um, but if anything else, like, you know, it doesn't, it's never something I'm bored of. And I think I take, like, every day to, like, spend time wow, with my plants. That was a good point, though. Yeah, because I think there's certain things that I really like as well, but... Like you said, it's not things that fuel me and I'll yeah. do them for a bit. And then I'm like, I'm kind of like, you know, either bored of this or like, I just don't want to keep doing this anymore. Yeah. So I think those matter. And I think that's your main differentiator. So then you can understand that, okay, I'm trying this thing and you can kind of make yourself like, if you want to track all the list of things you're doing, um, kind of rate a like one to 10 scale mm -hmm. of like your, your passion scale. And you can then grade each one and then find out where each one of them was and it's kind of like a diary entry mm -hmm. of like, you know, everything you're doing. I think that the fact that you're willing to do these things enriches your life so much. Yeah, I so. agree. I think it's also, I don't know, we probably already talked about this, but like your mindset when you're trying these new things, like don't go in with any preconceived notions about what you can and can't do. Yeah. I think, you know, like being open to it is one thing, but, you know, you also have to have a little bit of faith in yourself to think that whatever I pick, I can get good at. So let's say you really like ice skating mm -hmm. and you try ice skating and it's really hard. You do it for a few months. You're still not like super, super good at it. You can get good at it though. You have yeah. to have that faith in yourself that if, if you really dedicate yourself to it, you could get good at it. So, well, I think there's, so that brings up a really great point where it's like, there's always a starting, um, kind of like skill curve. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's kind of exponential as you get better and better. Um, it builds up faster and faster yeah, as you start to get mastery over something. Yeah, but it takes it takes a bit of uncomfortableness, I think, in the beginning, because you're putting yourself in a position where you're a beginner, and I think that hinders a lot of people from even starting because yeah. they're like, "I don't want to be a beginner at this." And yeah, I just not... want to be like a pro video editor instantly. Yeah. yeah, like you see like those big YouTubers, and you're like, "I want to be like them." And then you start and you're like, I only have two subscribers. What the heck? And then you quit. Yeah. And then well, you also realize how much work goes into those videos. And you're yeah. Like, oh, F this. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think you see that often enough. Like you don't see the work that's put into things that are looking simple. Right. But for those really popular YouTubers, like they love it. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Most so, of them do. Yeah. So like that's why it's so important. Like you actually have to love it. And I think here's the funny thing, like if we were to break it down into the way it works, passion wise, a lot of them may have different ways of looking at it. So for some of them, YouTube, like the filmmaking aspect yeah, is the fun part, right? That's true. their passion. For someone else, it might be just the idea of speaking to a bunch of people and impacting them. Yeah. And that's the passionate part. And someone else, it might be the idea of information sharing to a specific like data data set of like you know mm -hmm. information to a specific niche group of people that they're like targeting with that information and they'd want to share that like knowledge and so there's like so many different parts of even that one big genre yeah that is passionate for di different passions for different people yeah exactly like the same thing can be fulfilling separate passions for different people yeah there's it's just pretty... a reason for everyone yeah. though yeah so if you if you have a solid reason I think you can definitely like build that up to the point where if you want it to be a permanent like source in your life where it's generating income, it's like consistently um, kind of like a full-time part and 
you know that that feeling is going to get better and better with each time instead of like dying away, mm-hmm. um, take it, take that chance and believe in yourself because I think everyone is here to do something on this planet. I think so too. And there's only like one way of finding out and that's by trying. That's so well put. I couldn't agree more. And I think you also need to listen to that little voice inside of you, mm-hmm. even if you're scared to, because it usually has a yeah. great... Uh, and everybody has a passion. Like, there's no such thing as somebody who just straight up has no passion about anything. Yeah. Like, that, that's impossible. I think that's just laziness. Like, whatever it is, I don't know. Like... I think it's fear or laziness. I like that's Maybe a combination hot, of the two. Hot, hot take on it, as Arya says. Yeah, your hot take. Yeah, fear and laziness. And those would be the only two hindering factors where people will come up with excuses. Yeah, you're um, right, though. I think overall those two are definitely the biggest yeah. blockers to a lot of people pursuing, with an open mind, their passions. Yeah, but if you open it up, you'll get the opposite, which is just love and joy. And I think your entire day-to-day will change with that because you just yeah. see the world differently because you're now like in flow with your yourself yeah you know what maybe a good thing to leave it on is like a tip for how to get started if you're maybe somebody who feels like they don't have any passions and they want to find their passions they don't know where to start you can start i think by just seeing like what parts of your day you like the most what parts of your day do you enjoy the most is it the evenings mm-hmm. why do you enjoy the evenings and then just keep zeroing in on like what 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 things make you happy like is it like oh when i get to watch my tv shows that's that's what makes me happy maybe you could be like a journalist i don't know whatever yeah i mean there's always a reason and you can break things down so in depth like Arya said i think it's a great point that you made maybe you break down things you love and really why question it yeah like why why do i like this and like, don't be, don't be general with it. Like, oh, I like, like you said, watching TV in the evening. Well, why? And do you watch something specific? And is it always the same thing? Um, and same what's genre. the emotion you feel when you watch that, right? Like, because some people would be like, oh, that's my favorite day, be- part of the day because I'm escaping everything else. Yeah. And that's not necessarily something that will lead you to your passion, I don't think. I think escapism can. I'm not saying it won't, but I'm saying that is a gray area, I'd mm-hmm. like to say. Yeah, it's tricky with that, but yeah. but you'll still find something out of it, and you'll be able to gauge like either what you're escaping from, and maybe yeah, I mean maybe change that. Maybe it's not necessarily the escape of it. Maybe it's just the fact that it's providing entertainment, and maybe you mm-hmm. want to provide entertainment for people in a similar way. Yeah, like there's different ways to to look at it. Yeah, and my one disclaimer is going to be that. In life, I think it's okay for passions to evolve and change. Um, yeah. Don't, like, feel frustrated or, I think, defeated if you're really interested in something for, like, a while. And then after a while, it's not the same level of passion. And I think it's okay. I think that's fine. Yeah. You grow in life and passions can change. Um, but keep trying new things. and trust your, trust your intuition. Yeah. And if you've already given it a try, then there's no need to look back on it with anything other than, like, just happiness that you tried it and liked it for a bit. and Give yourself a high five. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing lo- wrong with, like, losing certain passions along the way. And as we say, that's how you get 1% better. Just try something new. Go for it. And believe in yourself. Yeah. 
I guess. You don't have to do the same pattern for 60 years. You don't have to, but you can if you want to. You can if you want to, but you don't have to. No. Yeah. Alrighty, everyone. Thanks for listening, and uh, have a great week. And as always, if you want to give us a little shout-out, you can leave us a voice note, or you can message us on Instagram at go.station. If you're new around here, thanks for listening. We always appreciate you. And go create some magic. Bye. Bye. Bye.